Would you be the jerk for saying no crap to an insensitive comment from your in-laws regarding your cancer? We'll get into that in a bit, but first, am I the jerk for saying that if my parents and siblings really want to help the rest of the family, they could remortgage the houses I paid off for them? I want a substantial lawsuit against my city. It is freak you money. And I did what I always said I would do if I ever won the lottery. I paid off my parents' mortgage. And I bought a duplex and gave each half to my brother and sister. The rest of the money I'm investing so I'll never have to work again. And I can enjoy the rest of my life. My family had me over last weekend because I'm leaving for Indonesia to begin traveling around the world. They said that we have family and friends that need help and that I was being selfish blowing the money on myself and basically retiring at 29. I said that I'd already done a lot for my immediate family and that if they felt so strongly about it that between the three of them they had over a million dollars in equity that they could tap with a loan and then they could work to pay off their new mortgages. It started a fight because my dad is cut back on his work because he doesn't have a mortgage anymore and neither of my siblings would qualify for a mortgage on their own. I walked out and went home to finish packing. They won't stop texting me and trying to call me. Apparently I need to work the next 30 years. I don't. My girlfriend who's joining me for a year thinks I'm being mean. I don't think I am. I have enough to last me the rest of my life. If I ever want a house, I'll be able to buy one. If I want to have kids, I'll be able to pay for their education. But not if I give away a big chunk of my money to people I know for a fact will never help me in return. I mean, personally, I don't think OP's done anything wrong. I think OP's given more than enough already. This is just their selfishness manifesting. How dare you have all that money and not give it to the rest of us? Sorry that I want to have a nice life with my money. Sorry that I want to stay in control of my finances and future. Also, hi, I'm Steven, and if you guys enjoy getting to decide whether or not all of these people are jerks, why not hit those like and subscribe buttons down below? That said, our next story is, am I the jerk for not giving my son more allowance even though he's going hungry at practice? We have breakfast bars, protein bars, single serve cereal boxes, the standard bagels, eggs, pop tarts, those breakfast bowls, and a ton of fruit, bananas, strawberries, and so on, all from a comment. We have plenty of food he can pack for after or just eat breakfast at home. Also, I'm not going to force my daughter to eat breakfast if they're not hungry in the morning. That's a horrible idea. I came in here because I'm annoyed. Maybe I'm wrong, but the situation is odd. Everyone in the family gets an allowance. My son, 15, is in swim and he has to be there at 5.45 three times a week. It's morning practice and then he goes to school. Now he usually will buy breakfast from the school cafe and then all his money is gone. My daughters don't buy breakfast and will just eat before school or skip, so their allowance is mostly saved or used for the movies or something. My son came to me and asked for more allowance due to being hungry, and I told him no and that he can eat before or pack something. We got in a huge argument. He thinks I'm a jerk and now my ex is on my butt about it. Am I being unreasonable? I mean, if your kid legitimately is coming to you saying, I'm hungry, you should try to work with them on it instead of just being defensive and like taking it as them trying to slight you or something, or shame them for being hungry or not having the best practices. If your kid can improve at something, like packing food better, work with them on it, teach them to do it, don't like berate them. OP later clarified that they'll teach their son how to pack a breakfast, and then goes on to like insult their kid saying, I guess they don't know how to put fruit in a bag. You're really winning some parent of the year points here. I'm sure that kid in a time of need is going to want to turn to you next time too. 
Our next story is, am I the jerk for refusing to pay for the whole bill? Seven people. It's been a very dramatic couple of weeks. I'm currently on holiday in my country of birth. I suggested an old friend of mine join me to get dinner. He asked me whether he could bring three women and a man he's cool with, which I agreed to. I also suggested we go to the place I rented after dinner, as it was pretty nice. I suggested the restaurant and everyone was fine with the location. We got there and everyone started ordering and ordering cocktails, lobster, sushi. Everything was fine, we were having a laugh. The bill came. It was 770 euros. I told my friend we should all split evenly. He was cool with it. And the other guy said he was kind of broke right now and could only spend 25 euros despite eating close to 100 euros worth of food or more. I knew things were about to go south. Two of the women were on their phones, silent and disengaged, and the other woman had the audacity to openly and confidently suggest I be a gentleman and cover the bill as, you are clearly doing better. I asked her why she'd assume that and she said, that's what it seems like on Instagram. Mind you, all I have on Instagram are pictures of holidays and business related stuff. No fast cars or any of that. I told them that I didn't know them and that this wasn't a date. She said that they didn't expect to have to pay. My friend said he isn't dating them either. He met them all at work. I was getting upset at the entitlement and asked my friend whether he told them anything pointing towards me paying. He said he didn't and that each of them always pay for their own things. I suggested he deal with them as he invited them over. It became a back and forth with the three of them too expensive and not fair. It was fair when they were ordering like they had a money fountain clearly but not when it was time to pay. I got fed up and said that I was not even going to split it evenly anymore and just cover my spend, 52 euros, and that I was going home on my own, which seemed to offend them even more than splitting the bill. I stood up, went to the counter, told the waiter what I consumed and that each would pay for their own stuff, paid, and then went back to the table. Apparently aside from my friend, none of them had enough for the bill, or so they said. I felt a little bad as they were trying to figure out how to pay, but I ultimately didn't. And instead, I ended up being petty and giving a big tip to the waiter in front of them. Had they not been entitled about it and said it before agreeing to come, I would have at least considered it, but not like this. Am I the jerk for refusing to pay for the whole bill? OP is definitely not the jerk. I know if I was going to something like this, I would not be ordering something that I couldn't cover. I wouldn't be going here and ordering something hoping somebody else is going to just cover my bill. I don't know if these people are a little too used to just mooching off of other people or what. Our next story is, am I the jerk for telling my aunt to get over her daughter's death? So my cousin's turning 18 next month and she isn't looking forward to it. She was a twin and her sister unfortunately passed a few hours after birth. This is obviously very upsetting for all members of the family and a horrible situation to be handed. However, me and my cousin are extremely close, and every single birthday she has had has also been about her twin sister. Her mom will always put a little fancy background with her twin's ashes and make my cousin take photos with it every birthday. She always posts, happy birthday to my two beautiful girls. Up until my cousin was about six, she was okay with this. However, since then, she always expresses how she no longer feels like her birthdays are important anymore, as it makes her mother upset due to the reminder, and also because she feels everyone only talks about her twin and how they're so sorry for her loss. She doesn't feel like an individual person and constantly feels attached to her dead twin. Last night, I asked her what she was doing for her birthday. 
She said her dad had wanted to take her to Spain, but her mother said no because, I don't think we can take the ashes overseas and it's too risky to bring Layla, the twin who passed, in case something happens. This upset me a little as her 18th is a big birthday and she's being held back by her sister who A. isn't alive and B. she doesn't even remember. I asked her if she's told her mom how upset she gets about her birthdays and how she doesn't feel like she can be an individual. She said she doesn't want to upset her mom, so she hasn't told her. Today at a family gathering, my aunt was talking about how excited she is for the photographer to take pictures of my cousin in Layla's urn. I pulled her to one side and said, we all understand how she feels, but that she needs to get over and accept that Layla is gone and focus on her living daughter. She was extremely offended even after I told her how my cousin feels. She's uninvited me for my cousin's birthday. Am I the jerk for this? Yeah, I don't think OP's the jerk. And I just am thinking about a situation where like you see a relative on Facebook and they post a picture of some adult kid next to the urn that says with the caption, my two beautiful girls and no offense, but I can't help but just cringe seeing that, especially knowing that's a yearly thing. I mean, I know everybody grieves in their own ways, but it's just not fair to the other kid who's still alive to be lumped in and have that focus taken away from them. And in fact, it doesn't even really sound like it's their birthday. The aunt being able to uninvite OP is a really weird thing. Our next story is, am I the jerk for telling my parents that they would have to pay me if they wanted to see my kids more? I just got a job offer in a different state. My husband works in a fly-in, fly-out camp, so it won't affect his work. However, my new job adds nearly $30,000 a year more to our budget. My in-laws live in a different state already and make an effort to see our kids. However, we currently live eight blocks from my parents, and they are losing it. They are saying that I'm a horrible son for moving their grandchildren away from them, that they have grandparents' rights and all that. I told them that I would be willing to change my family's plans so long as they made up the difference between what I currently earn and my new job. I was even willing to go net. I wasn't asking them for my gross earnings, just the after-tax difference. They said it was ridiculous to expect them to pay to see their grandchildren. I asked them if they thought that my in-laws didn't pay for their flights and stuff when they visited. They said that's different. I don't think it is. Just because my parents can walk to my house, they think that seeing the kids isn't an effort for everyone else. My siblings have been calling me to say I'm a jerk for demanding money from our parents to see the children. I offered to let them pay me the money I'll be losing if I don't take the new job. Then they figured out my parents didn't tell them the entire story. Now there's a big family fight because one of them has a job that may require them to move, and my brother will likely move after he completes his post-grad. I don't actually want my parents' money, I just want them to understand the money they're asking me to give up. I think OP went about this in a fairly good way. I completely understand it's not actually about trying to milk their money or get them to pay anything. It's just a pretty effective way to make them realize that's a lot of money we're asking you to give up. Sadly, it still doesn't seem like it's working too well. Our next story is, would I be the jerk if I'll put my mother-in-law in in a nursing home? I, female 44, live with my husband, male 47. We have two adult children who don't live with us anymore. Ever since my mother-in-law, female 83, got weaker and older, she lives with us too. Two years ago, mother-in-law was diagnosed with Alzheimer's disease. She's under medical care, of course, but despite it, the disease is progressing fastly. Nowadays, mother-in-law cannot stay at home alone as she's dangerous for herself and her surroundings. 
She's almost burned the house twice, and there were also some other accidents. Fortunately, as for now, she didn't hurt herself seriously, but at this rate, the question is when it will happen, not if. Taking care of her is mostly my responsibility, as my husband has a very irregular schedule, and because of the nature of his work, he often has to be on call and or leave home at a short notice. As for me, I usually work 8-10 to 10 hours a day, mostly from home, but sometimes I have to be in the office. After I finish work, I take care of the house and mother-in-law. My husband helps me as much as possible, but quite often he can't be there for me. I'll be honest, I never was a caretaker type. I don't have enough patience. I don't like when other people depend on me. I'm nervous when I suddenly have to adjust my plans. I cared about my children, obviously, and I like to believe that I was a decent mother. But honestly, I have much better contact with them and, as bad as it sounds, I love them more since they grew up and got more independent. The more my mother-in-law needs my help, the more I grow impatient, exhausted, and burned out. I do my best not to show it, but the situation really wears me off, and I'm well aware that with time she'll need even more attention and patience. Admittedly, given that I cannot always work from home, and mother-in-law can't be alone, I have constant problems at work, which upsets me as I cherish my work and career. Given everything, I want to put my mother-in-law in a nursing home. Obviously, before I do, I'll research and choose one with a good reputation and qualified staff. My husband has mixed feelings about it, which is understandable as she is his mother, but he says that given that I'm the one mostly taking care of her, the final decision is mine to make. Problem is, husband's siblings are raising heck, calling me and husband, but mostly me, cruel and undependable. They say I should just hire a nurse or something. I don't want to let a stranger into my house, and I don't want to be a caretaker at all, and in this configuration, I'd still have to take care of mother-in-law after work. We, I and my husband, offered them that we'll pay them for either taking her to live with one of them, or for taking care of her at our place, but they weren't interested, citing that it's too much responsibility, and they have their own lives. But that's exactly why I considered the nursing home at the first place? Am I the jerk? It's extremely rich for you to say, well, does any of you want to take care of them? And for them to go, no, 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 that's too much responsibility. We can't do that. But you can because we're volunteering and expecting you to. Just because somebody like OP has picked up the slack all this time doesn't mean that it's their responsibility to always pick up that slack. I don't blame OP. Our next story is, would I be the jerk if I ordered my wedding cake to only be big enough for my fiance and I? Our wedding is going to be in April, and I'm currently ordering the last details, including the wedding cake. I talked to a good friend about it and she was offended that I thought about only ordering it big enough for my fiancé and I. My reasoning? I have multiple allergies slash autoimmune diseases, including celiacs. Since I want to be able to eat my own wedding cake, it needs to be gluten-free, which is in and of itself much more expensive than a normal one. Also, some of our guests have various allergies ranging from lactose to nuts, so catering to all the allergies in one cake would be nearly impossible and definitely really expensive. So I thought, why not offer different sheet cakes that take into account the different allergies? One without nuts, one without milk, etc. And since we're having a buffet anyways, all guests can freely choose what to get. The buffet will be monitored by the caterer to ensure no cross-contamination will happen, My friend says it'll be a severe disregard of tradition to not serve everyone a slice of wedding cake. Since we've invited a number of people who are quite traditional in their thinking, I now wonder if she's right and if it would cause a problem. I mean, to be honest, I'm definitely no expert in weddings, 
but I think if you have a wedding cake fit for only you two, that's fine. But I do feel like there also is some kind of expectation to have some kind of cake. I think it might be for the best just to make sure you have some kind of cake to serve. It doesn't have to be the wedding cake. You know, like OP did. Our next story is, am I the jerk for telling my sister to stop trying to outshine my daughter? Throw away, obviously. This happened a couple of days ago. I, 34-year-old male, have a 9-year-old daughter who picked up playing piano at 5, and I seriously see her as a prodigy. She composes her own symphonies. She is destined to be massively successful, and I've gotten her to play at weddings, a church a few times, and other social events. Anyways, my sister, 26-year-old female, one of those rainbow baby situations and given the fact that my whole family has obsessed over her since her birth. She's incredibly entitled and spoiled and was especially upset when our parents began caring more about my late wife's pregnancy with our daughter. You may think she and I act the same, but my daughter's piano talent is not my or her only personality. It just takes up a large portion of our lives, and it's not all I talk about or the only thing my daughter has for herself. We had family fly in from Germany for one of her big recitals for the first time in a few years. My daughter did amazingly, but the whole time, my sister was saying that they're only impressed because of how young she is, and that she could do this and none of us would be amazed. She proceeded to make the whole recital about herself, and when we went out to dinner to celebrate after, my sister was making snarky comments to my daughter that it wasn't that good. I asked her why she had such a freaking vendetta against a 9 year old, and why she couldn't just for once have the attention be on someone else for a dang night, and that if she was going to complain, she shouldn't have come at all. She was very upset at this and told me how I took away her childhood by forcing her to pursue music, which she had come to me and her late mother about, and it ensued a massive fight between us. And she ended up leaving early and going back to her hotel room. My parents say I shouldn't have lashed out on her like that, and have since apologized for making her feel left out. They leave for their flight tomorrow night, and my sister won't talk to me. So, am I the jerk? Yeah, I definitely don't think Opie's the jerk here. I'm glad, honestly, that they spoke up and fought for their daughter. Honestly, good or not, nobody should be trying to tear down a 9-year-old over how good their piano skills are. Our next story is, am I the jerk for calling my sister-in-law a who-are? I, 30-year-old female, have a younger brother, Mark, 27, who's been married to his wife, Kate, 27, for three years. Early in their marriage, Mark found out she had cheated on him, and they decided to make it work. Then last year, I walked in on her in bed with a co-worker while my brother was away on a job. He again decided to make it work. A few days ago, Kate and Mark invited us over for dinner. During the dinner, they made an announcement that Kate was pregnant. I immediately pulled my brother to the side and asked him if he was sure it was his. He said yes, night went on, and he must have told her I said something because she made a scene saying, I'd just like to know why you hear good news and have to turn it negative, calling me out in front of everyone. So I simply said, because he's my baby brother and you're a known tramp? We started arguing, she kicked me out. Later that night my brother texted me begging me to apologize to keep the peace. I feel like I started with respect. I pulled my brother away. I didn't make a scene. She was vindictive. Am I the jerk? I don't know if it was really necessary for OP to go and say that. I mean, it's kind of his decision to make. But the fact remains that Kate was the one that took this and made it public and nasty. Anything OP did was in private between them and their brother. I don't think that makes OP the jerk. 
Our next story is, am I the jerk for not looking after my infant niece while my sister had to run errands? I feel really bad and need an unbiased opinion. I, 28-year-old female, am currently living with my sister, 32-year-old female, and my niece who's 5 months old. My sister asked me to move in with her as she was separating from her partner and needed someone to help with bills. I cover the majority of rent payments for the house and bills since my sister's not fully back to work yet. On the days she is working, it's usually our mother who looks after my niece. Now, I mainly work from home, and due to how loud both my niece and my sister are, and the job specifics, I wear good noise-canceling headphones. I also have a room with my own bathroom. I've told my sister multiple times if she needs anything and I haven't responded to a knock, she needs to come into my room and tap me to get my attention, otherwise I would simply not hear her and wouldn't know if she needs anything. However, my sister keeps forgetting it. Last Friday was very hectic at my work, so I ended up working 12 hours and had some snacks to get me going. I had no knowledge of my sister asking anything of me since I sit opposite the door. I also haven't seen her coming into my room since she didn't tap me on my shoulder as we agreed. Apparently, she had to run a few errands at work and had no one to leave my niece with and decided to leave her with me since she would be a few hours because I had no idea of her plans and she hasn't followed what I've asked her to do, my niece was left unattended for over three hours and was crying her eyes out for God knows how long. I only found out about it when my sister returned home. I was still working and had my headphones on. As she ripped the headphones off my head and started shouting at me and calling me a jerk for not attending to my niece, even I've explained to her I had no idea she was gone or my niece was crying. To add, I don't look at my phone during work hours, and after I've checked, there were no messages or missed calls from my sister. I feel really bad about the entire situation, so I wanted to check if I'm a jerk, as my sister still wouldn't talk to me and makes it sound like I did it on purpose. Yeah, I really don't think OP's the jerk. They're hard at work. Whether or not it's work from home, people need to take that seriously and understand that if somebody says, I've got a job and I'm working, If you need to get a hold of me, you need to do X, you should respect that. A job's a job's a job whether you're working from your bedroom or not. OP was left oblivious and then given all the blame for no reason. This next story is, am I the jerk for telling my wife I don't care about her dreams? My wife wants to be an influencer on TikTok and YouTube. She's been creating mommy content and content about her day-to-day life. When she told me this is something she wanted to do, I didn't have a problem with it. I only said that I didn't want our children, 4-year-old male and 2-year-old female, in any of her content. I didn't monitor her channel because it didn't really seem necessary. I recently watched her channel because I thought it would be cute to see what she does in her day-to-day life. I found our children's faces in almost all of her content. I told her straight up she needs to remove all of her content. She said that she knew I wouldn't agree, but she doesn't think this is a big deal. I don't like children content. I feel like a lot of the time when you see that children make profit, they become less of your kids and more of a product and your interactions become more performative. And I can see the same thing has happened in her because she posted a video of her getting our two-year-old out of a tantrum and how she deals with it. But how is your first instinct to record and hold a camera whilst our baby is crying? She started crying saying that she built this up and this is her dream and deleting her content will ruin it. And I said I simply don't give a freak. If you don't delete it, I will consider a divorce. I know a lot of people have children on their social media and I don't mind an Instagram or Facebook post. 
but to make videos seems too intimate to share. She told her friends and even hinted on her social media accounts that she has an over-controlling and narcissistic husband that doesn't want her on social media. I'm currently being ridiculed by her friends? Am I being over-controlling or narcissistic? Honestly, I completely understand where OP's coming from, and I think they have every right to have a say in whether or not their kids are plastered in these videos and photos and used for content. I mean, I can see a lot of where they're coming from, where your relationship becomes less about having a relationship and more about, how can I monetize this? How can I transform this into a content piece? Beyond the fact that child content is just such a gray area that I've heard is probably very soon going to become an area loaded with lawsuits. Lots of these kids who were milked for content and profited off of, who grow up and realize, I didn't want any of that. I didn't ask for any of that. I couldn't consent to being in any of those videos. This next story is, am I the jerk for not wanting my autistic cousin at my child-free wedding? Next spring, I'm getting married to the love of my life. We've decided that we don't want children at our wedding. Not many of our friends and family have young children, and the ones that do are fine with getting a sitter for the weekend, since we gave them a lot of notice. The only ones to put up a fight are my aunt and uncle who have a daughter with autism. She's 20, but will be 21 by the time my wedding day comes around. She is what they call high-functioning, which means she can talk and wash and dress herself, and she has some friends. She graduated from high school a couple of years ago and is currently living with her parents, my aunt and uncle, while working at a grocery store. Despite her being technically an adult, I just don't see her as such. Every time I talk to her at a family gathering, it's like talking to a child. She is obsessed with toy ponies and Barbie dolls and brings them up at every opportunity. She draws in her notebook constantly and never makes eye contact when talking to me. She doesn't have loud meltdowns like other special needs kids I've met before, but I really don't want to risk her ruining my special day. I told my aunt and uncle that I didn't want her there, and they became very upset. They said she already saw the invite and knew it was child-free, but because she's an adult, she thought she was still included. My aunt tried to guilt trip me by saying she'd already picked out a dress and a gift, but I didn't want to hear it. My fiancé says I'm being a jerk and we should let her attend, because she's attended other weddings before with no issue. Everyone is making me feel horrible for not treating her like an adult when she doesn't act like one. Am I the jerk? I think OP is horrendously the jerk here. There's no reason to believe that they're going to do anything to upset your wedding. What's the relevance of a 20-year-old being obsessed with ponies and Barbie dolls? What's the issue with that? Who cares if they bring up that they enjoy them if somebody engages them? It's a wedding. It's supposed to be only family and friends. Her talking about Barbie dolls to some of the friends and family you have there is going to utterly embarrass and ruin your wedding? If they happened to draw in a notebook at any time, that's going to ruin the wedding? I think OP's just being ableist straight up. Our next story is, am I the jerk? I have stage 4 cancer and said, no crap to what I thought was in-laws weird slash insensitive comment. I have stage 4 cancer with young kids and wife, probably going to die within 1-2 to two years, so my fuse is shortened with certain people. In-laws says to me, it must be so hard for your family and what your family is going through. I want you to know that this is not your fault. They've said something similar to me before, and I just said, I know, and moved on. This time, I couldn't take it and said, no crap. 
It's pretty obvious I didn't deserve cancer and I know it's not my fault for getting it. She became upset and told a few people I was rude to her. Should I apologize? Am I misunderstanding what point she was trying to make? The only way I can think of taking it is that there could be a thought in people's minds that it's my fault for getting cancer and making things so hard for my young family. I'm young. I've lived a healthy life. Not that I would deserve cancer even if I didn't. So I don't get it. Am I being overly sensitive? Was she just looking for a goodwill hunting moment? I honestly don't get her point. I don't understand her point either and it's obviously a stupid thing to say to somebody in that situation. She might as well find the next person who went out for a jog and rolled their ankle and run up next to them to say, I'm sorry you're dealing with that pain, I just want you to know it's not your fault. Was there anybody in the history of the universe who actually thought it was their fault? Has there ever been a doctor that came along and said, you have cancer, it's your fault? I don't get it either, OP's clearly not the jerk. And yeah, I think it only stands to upset somebody saying that to them. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now if you want to hear another absolutely crazy am I the jerk here story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories.